0: Let's shift into wellness. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Amber Patchla, health coach, essential oils educator, wellness advocate, and lover of life. In this podcast, we will touch on all things wellness and journey together to become our healthiest and strongest selves in body, mind, and spirit. Join me and my amazing guests every week as we discuss all things health and wellness and how you can take steps to be a happier and healthier version of you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Shift Into Wellness. Thanks so much for being here again. Today, I'm going to do a solo episode and talk to you guys about... How I'm Preparing to Beat the Winter Blahs uh, and or Seasonal Affective Disorder. I think it's an important topic. It's something I touched on very, very briefly uh, in my first couple of episodes back in the spring. Um, And the fact that I think I suffer, I mean, I don't think, I know I suffer from some form of winter blues, um, and whether that is full-on seasonal affective disorder or not, I'm not sure. It's not like I'm diagnosed, but I have recognized that there is a pattern for me, certainly, um, where I get sort of down in the winter, and I don't want to feel that way again this year, and so um the last couple of weeks I knew I knew I was I was thinking even like in the summer okay I'm going to I'm going to set myself up for success this winter and then over the past couple of weeks I just started making a list and making notes as I do making a list but making notes about things that I'm going to do and steps that I'm going to take and I was sharing it um with a friend and she said that would make a great podcast episode and I agreed so here I am so what I'm going to do is talk to you about five things that I am going to do to, um, beat the winter blues this year and, uh, take from it what you will. Maybe these will work for you. Maybe they won't, maybe you'll get one takeaway, or maybe, um, you're happy as a pig and shit as was a favorite saying of my mom's, uh, in the winter season and you don't suffer from this. And in that case, lucky you, man. (laughs) So, the winter blues, um, seasonal, let's talk about seasonal affective disorder. So seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression associated with late autumn and winter. And it's thought to be caused by a lack of light. In most cases, symptoms begin to appear in the late fall, uh, which has generally been the case for me, um, certainly, and then can, can extend into the winter. Um, and it, causes significant changes in mood and behaviors. So that definition and those things, like they, they truly, they, they really ring a bell with me. Um, and for me, uh, the worst of it usually comes in, um, January, February, when we're well into winter and, uh, and it's just, it's so dark and you wake up and it's dark and you, go to work and it's dark or you go to bed and it's dark and it's just dark. (laughs) So here's the step. Here's the things that I've written down. Here's the steps uh, I'm going to take and hopefully uh, some ideas for you. So number one, vitamin D, (laughs) vitamin D, you hear about it. You know that it's good for you. Do you supplement with it? Do you know what your vitamin D levels are like? vitamin D is just like, it's a king. It it has all the benefits. I I have supplemented with vitamin D um, for, I want to say about six or seven years. Um, When I was, it was winter. I remember it. I was, I was working in Toronto. I was sort of complaining about low energy and it was in the winter. And, and a guy I worked with said, you know, have you tried vitamin D drops? And I hadn't and I, and I tried them and it helped me almost immediately. I was like, is this placebo effect? No, it was vitamin D. Um, so even though I was supplementing with vitamin D, I was taking about two to three drops, um, per per morning, uh, under my tongue. I, when I finally had my blood work done, this spring, my vitamin D levels came back low. And I was like, Oh my God, you must be kidding me. Like I consider myself to eat a pretty well-balanced diet. So I'm definitely getting vitamin D from naturally from foods. Plus I was supplementing. Um, my naturopath said, no, I want you taking six to 8,000. Um, I use daily and I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Like I, I truly, I didn't even know that, um, if there was such thing as taking too much, if that would hurt me or not hurt me, but, you know, upset my tummy or anything like that. And I was just, I honestly, I was stunned that, that I was deficient in vitamin D. And so I'm definitely going to stick with taking six to 8,000 IUs every day. Um, as recommended that I'm by no means a doc. Um, So if you're, if you're interested, get your, get your blood um, tested through a naturopath or through your doctor and see where your vitamin D is at and whether you might want to consider supplementing or not. Uh, It certainly helps me. And uh, there's a lot of vitamin D rich foods that you can eat. Um, Egg yolks are good. Almond milk, Uh, Oats, if you like oatmeal, natural, uh, like, you know, organic, uh, good, good oats, um, very high in vitamin D and uh, certainly supplementing with omega threes and codfish oil, which I will be, um, I've gotten off that train a little bit. I'm going to be getting back on it. Vitamin D, uh, obviously, you know, uh, we get, we get from sunlight as well. And there's just simply not as much in the winter. So supplementing with vitamin D is something that I'm going to do and something that you could consider. It also, as you know, vitamin D, um, helps our immune system and helps us, um, battle colds and flu and other viruses that are going around. So it's definitely a great idea and a win-win, uh, for everybody, I think on the vitamin D note, the second thing, number two that I am going to practice is getting fresh air and getting outside, And so I do this most, I mean, I'm going to say like 97% of days in the month because I have a dog, Um, but whether you have a dog or not, I'm going to recommend, and I'm going to make sure that I myself walk every single day for, I'm talking like you can go for a 10 minute walk but I'm going to set a goal of 20 to 30 minutes um, for myself at least once a day. And if it's a nice day in the winter, maybe twice. Um, getting outside, like again, that's, that's getting your natural light and getting, you know, at least some, a bit of vitamin D and fresh air just rejuvenates you. And whether it's fucking freezing cold and you're bundled up or, and it's sunny because you know, in the winter when it's sunny, it's friggin' low key for freezing outside. Or if it's kind of an overcast, warmer day um, in the winter and it's kind of dreary outside, odds are you're probably going to still feel better by getting outside because you're moving your body and you're breathing in some fresh air. Expose yourself to natural light. It's going to be a huge, huge thing for me um, this year. I'm also going to try to take advantage uh, of winter activities. So getting outside and, and having fun. So we I'm lucky enough to live in Collingwood. So Blue Mountain is right at our right at our doorstep. So we got back into I got back into snowboarding the past few years, uh, which I enjoy. So I'm going to aim to get out snowboarding uh, at least once a week and then i um went skating a couple times last year for the first time in 17 years and skating was fun and i know a lot of people that like skating and certainly i know a lot of people um with children and i think most kids enjoy it too so it could be something that you do as a family or even you know one evening um take your kid out ice skating you can you can uh rent like we go to the the YMCA is free here rent ice for even half an hour And uh, and enjoy winter activities. It's it's going to be a a goal of mine. Snowshoeing is great, skiing, cross country skiing. I would love to get into that and get my uh, get my exercise on. And then exposing yourself to natural light can also um, happen inside. So open the blinds. Like I'm going to make sure, and I do every day anyway, and probably everybody does. But make sure like all your blinds are open and as much natural light as getting into your house as possible. And one thing that I didn't do that a lot of last winter, or I think winter in winters in general, but that I'm going to make a point of trying out this year is cracking the windows periodically. Um, simply because at this point now I know how many toxins live in our homes and the importance of refreshing the air and getting the air in your house circulating. So I'm not talking about cranking open every, every window turning off the heat and your house goes down to 50 degrees. No, but maybe opening it one day, it's a little bit breezy outside just for like, you know, 15 minutes and just getting that air circulating and, and getting some fresh air inside, but certainly making sure that your blinds are open and that you've got natural light coming into your house, particularly, If you're working from home, which I think a lot of people are now, get, 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 get light inside and, uh, make sure your workspace is, is nice and bright. If you can, I think it's, uh, I think it's, uh, super important. Uh, number three, I'm going to put these out of order because this one ties in better. So number three, that is something brand new. I'm going to try this year. And that is red light therapy. I plan to and I'm going to as soon as we get back from our trip I'm going to invest in I I settled on a lamp because I don't want to spend a lot of money until and I know it's worth it and I know I'm probably going to reap the benefits right away but I'm going to start with um, a lamp and these lamps like I found one from a, a company called Kala K A L A, for 170 bucks and I'm good. I think I'm going to set up the lamp. I was talking to Tobe this morning. I think I'm going to set the lamp up at my little desk here um, in my office because I usually grab my hot water with lemon and a coffee and I come here first thing in the morning because it's when my, my mind is really, um, I'm a morning person. It's when my mind is going and So I'm going to have this, this red light lamp here and they recommend using it, you know, at 20, for 20 minute intervals um, and Red light therapy, just the, the more that I talk to people about it and the more that I read up on it about it, it has so many benefits. And so just to touch on a couple, uh, it, it helps optimize sleep, balancing your circadian rhythm, it's great for skin, collagen production, uh, so many things. But in this instance, I'm going to use it for one of its major benefits, which, which is boosting your energy levels. So it's said to strengthen mitochondria, which is responsible for orchestrating cellular energy production. Uh, Need that. It's it's beneficial to help with stress, depression, anxiety, all of these things that you might experience if you feel that you do go through the winter blase. And even if you don't think you have the winter um, or you don't, or you don't, you just don't have them. You may still suffer from from stress and anxiety. Certainly, so many people that I speak to now um, tell me that they do. So I just think it's a beautiful way to elevate your mood and just you just add an extra little tool in. Um, so that that's on definitely on my docket. And if you have used that before, or it's something that um, you plan to incorporate into your life, please reach out to me and let me know what you're looking at, what you think, what you're thinking about doing, or if you've already used it, um, how you found, how you have found red light therapy. And um, especially if, if you do it at home, let me know what you think, please. Number four will be movement. Movement guys. I mean, we know it. But I stress it all the time. It's just so important. and I will say that i am I always move um so it's not like I've ever taken a winter off of movement or exercise, and I certainly was exercising a lot last winter while i was um while I was feeling down. The difference was last winter we were on you know lockdown part dose or trez i don't even fucking know at that point but we were locked down and i was working out of my basement and in my freezing cold garage and zooming into crossfit and it just wasn't doing it for me um and and that's not to say that it's not going to do it for you because i think a lot of people will work out from home still particularly if you're if you're not comfortable going back into a gym environment and that's totally fine and that's like your prerogative you know but my biggest goal this year is going to be to get out of the house. Um, and I think that for people that work at home, this is something that you should consider because if you're, you know, if you're, if you're home all the time, that might get your mental state mm, a little down and out. I would think like it's the same surroundings all the time. You know, you get up, Maybe you help your kid get off to school, or if you don't have kids, you you set up for work, you work all day, you make your meals at home, you eat at home, then you're going to do your workout at home, wind down at home, go to bed at home. I just know for me personally, I'm going to make an effort to get out of the house um, at least a few days a week. And for me this year, it's going to be hot yoga. I have gotten back into hot yoga, which I love. I finally found a... Um, uh, facility up here, a yoga studio, a studio rather that I really, really enjoy. And um, for me, that heat and the hot yoga just oh man, it makes me feel so good, and it almost mimics um, being somewhere hot for an hour. If that doesn't sound too crazy, but I feel like I'm like as hot as I would be on a beach in, you know, Mexico or somewhere in beautiful Central America where I, where I love to be. And it just brings me to my happy place. And, um, obviously the heat is I'm sweating out toxins. I'm, you know, I'm working really hard. The exercise is fantastic. Um, so that's going to be what I do. Um, it's not for everybody. Not everybody loves exercising in that heat, but my studio and I know a lot of studios offer just sort of like warm or hot stretching or very, very low impact that most people could handle. So it's something to think about. Um, and if, if it's not a hot workout, then just getting to your CrossFit gym or your YMCA or your um, gym at your office or wherever that may be. But maybe just um, getting out of the house. And, uh, I'm also one, one tool that I do use, um, that seems to work for me. And I think for a lot of people is making time for it and scheduling it. So I will usually look at my week. I did this with CrossFit. I'm doing it with yoga and when I'm uh, working at the restaurant or when I'm working on my podcast or my own business and what is going to work for workouts. And so I schedule my classes in advance and then it is in my calendar as, part of my day. And then I do it. So if that's um, something that would work for people, then I, I recommend giving that a go. Get your body moving, get the endorphins going, you'll feel good. And number five, of course, is essential oils and using my essential oils. And it was at the tail end of winter coming into spring last year when i discovered essential oils and man 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 that was you know i talk about my wow moments but they just uplifted my mood like nobody's business i just they're fucking amazing and they were game changers for me last spring and fall and uh and winter like game changers. I, I knew immediately these would be in the, in my life for the rest of my life. Um, and that, and that they're going to, I knew that they were going to be a huge tool for me, um, in fighting the winter blues. So I thought I'll give you a couple of oils that I plan to use, uh, this fall and winter that, um, are recommended exactly for that for, for, uh, beating the winter blues. And a few of those are, let's see. So this one is not as popular as a lot. I I liked it and I had looked at it more for like, um, helping with chronic back pain when I was reading up on it at first. And then uh, Laura Hughes, my friend Laura brought it to me and I, and it was funny. Like she gifted it to me and I was like, oops. And I was like, wow, like this is, something that I've been looking up and she, and I got it and I smelled it and I, I liked it. I didn't totally love it, but I was happy to have it. And then it just kind of like sat there and I wasn't using a lot because I found diffusing it. It was quite overwhelming when I was diffusing. It it was in the summer and I just, it it wasn't for me. And I I found it like, it's kind of similar to lemongrass or very, in my opinion, but a bit maybe sweeter and then my nephews came over and they both loved it. And my girlfriend, Jamie came over and loved it. So I've given, I've given a fair bit of it away, which I hope I'm not going to regret, but it is listed, um, high up in, in, uh, the ranks of, um, oils that can help with seasonal, um, depression. So I plan to use that quite a bit. And in fact, I diffused it this morning because, um, I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a go. And I did it with. Oh, geez. Oh, lavender and spearmint. And it was literally called on Pinterest happy place. And it was beautiful. So that's one I'm going to use. Another one that was listed was motivate. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Because last week, I had a day where I just wasn't feeling great. And I was feeling very low energy. I slept for like, 12 hours. I didn't roll out of bed until five to 10 And I was like, are you okay? Cause if I'm not out of bed by seven, seven 30, you know, something's wrong. And I was just, I was out of my motivate, um, roller and I just, and I, but I, but I had purchased the oil and I just kept being called to it and I brought the oil to work and I was putting it on my palm and cupping my hands and smelling it. And then I just ended up, um, making a new roller with my oil and just a little bit of a carrier oil. And I was just loving it at work. And then when I was reading up on what oils I plan to utilize this winter, motivate was at the top of the list. And I was like, Oh, and there you have it. I always find it really, really interesting and just amazing that you seem to be called to use things and, and to oils or to people or to whatever that may be right at the right time. So I, I kind of wasn't surprised when I saw motivate on that list. I'm also, um doTERRA has another, that's, a, sorry, motivate is a, is a doTERRA uh, specific blend and it's just freaking beautiful. And um, one of, one of the top notes is peppermint. And I just, I love peppermint. I'm also going to be trying cheer and elevation and elevation is one that uh, I believe is being discontinued. So I'm going to put it in my cart for November And Cheer comes in the Aroma Kit, which a lot of people that I know have purchased. And I have never actually got it. So I'm really excited to get it because I love all the ingredients in it. Um, So those two are going to be incorporated into my um, routine this month. And I'm really excited. So those are four. Litzy, Motivate, Cheer, and Elevation. And Motivate, Cheer, and Elevation, again, being doTERRA-specific blends how I'm going to use them. Of course, I'm going to diffuse because I love, love, love diffusing essential oils. I love the the smell around my house and I love the way that it makes me feel. And scent is, sorry, I keep scratching the um, microphone there. Um, scent is, the, is, is the quickest way to get things, uh, get things going into your brain and get, uh, you know, just get the essential oils working the way that they should be. So on the scent note and other, like, and I already mentioned it with the motivate, but a super easy way is to just drop uh, one or two drops of essential oil right into the palm of your hands, rub your hands together, cup your nose and inhale. And it's just like, "Mm, I have my motivate right here. And it just is like an instant instant relief, instant like stress relief and calming and deliciousness or uplift if that's what you're looking for. Um, I also love to use uh, the oils applied topically. So sometimes I will put some um, oil onto my palm again with just a couple of drops of uh, a carrier oil, oil, whether they let's say jojoba um sweet almond it can be olive coconut fraction coconut whatever um just don't use gross like vegetable oil um and then just rubbing that onto my chest the back of my neck along the spine is good or the bottom of your feet uh, i do that one generally at night but um it's a beautiful way to use them and uh, like i've listed those four oils but i want to just let you know like use whatever you love and makes you feel good Um, last winter I was just loving eucalyptus and, and I, I mean, I love so many oils, but whichever one is that's calling to you and that's doing the trick and that makes you feel really good and then use that one. It could be, it could be anything, but use that one. And then I also love to use them in the bath. And I think that that's gonna, I'm going to try to try to have some more baths in the winter. Um, just for relaxation, you get the oils going with with some uh, magnesium flakes, Epsom salts, and um, totally beautiful. And then I wanted to just add a bonus one, because as I was kind of reading up on seasonal affective disorder, and the more that I was thinking about it, I think it just needs to be thrown out there that if you really suffer from it, uh, talk to someone. I think that therapy is obviously an amazing tool if you're open to it. Hiring a life coach would be a fantastic tool or simply talking to a friend about it. Sometimes you don't even really know you're in it until you're like me and you're working out in the basement one day last summer, you come up and you just start fucking losing your mind and crying to your poor partner who's like, oh my God, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, but just getting it off my chest and talking about it, like I'll re- I remember that day so clearly, and just knowing that something had to change. So, if you need it, reach out to somebody. Reach out to me. Hire a th- hire a therapist. Hire a coach. But make sure that you talk to somebody. So those are my tips, guys. Uh, and those are those are the steps that I'm going to take: vitamin D, fresh air, and getting outside red light therapy, movement, and of course, my beautiful essential oils. Bonus of talking to somebody, which I plan to do this winter. And I'm very, very lucky to have many close friends who listen to me (laughs) when I need them. Okay. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you had some takeaways. If you have anything that you do um, that you find helpful, please reach out and let me know. I'm all ears and I love, love, love suggestions and hearing what other people are doing. Um, if there's any oil blends that you love, please let me know. And I will certainly be sure to try those. And, um, I look forward to connecting with everybody soon. Happy fall and happy winter. Let's make it a good one. Bye guys. Hi friends, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and you were able to gain some new insight and knowledge into wellness. The goal here is to develop healthy habits for long-term success in health and happiness. Speaking of health and happiness, if you're feeling like you're not living in the body you should be, reach out to me. Work with me to transform your energy. Reduce inflammation, shed pounds, sleep better, and feel damn good. My 12-week one-on-one program is available now. Email me at amberpachla, A-M-B-E-R-P-A-C-H-L-A at yahoo.ca to book your free 45-minute consultation and see if we are the right fit. I love helping others, and I know I can help you if you're ready. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could subscribe and follow and leave a review on iTunes. Sharing on Instagram and Facebook also is immensely appreciated. Let's continue our shift into wellness, support each other along the way, and be the best we can be from the inside out.